Joining me now on Root of the Matter is Andy Holt with the uh, Tennessee Department of Agriculture, the Business Development Division. And uh, Andy, you, you guys just made a, a really uh, a unique visit, had a unique visit to, the, uh, to India uh, to actually talk about and hopefully market uh, more Tennessee f- uh, wood products, forest products. Tell us about that trip. It had to be a very unique experience. So it was a unique experience. It was my first time to India, uh, as well as uh, one of the guys on our team, uh, David Newman. So David is our forest products business consultant with the department. And he had um, a vision that he brought to me several months back. Uh, We had taken a trip to Vietnam last year and saw lots and lots of success as a result of uh, not only our outbound mission to Vietnam, but then in return, we invited several business owners from Vietnam to have an inbound trade mission here in the state of Tennessee. And as a result of that, we know of uh, several hundred thousand dollars of uh, forest products that were purchased uh, from our Vietnamese friends. And, uh, And so we decided to look for a new market, another market that had that same kind of potential as as Vietnam, and we quickly focused on India. And so as a result, we chose to go to the India Wood Show in Bangalore, India, and that actually took place uh, this past week. And I I just returned last night late and uh, am trying to recover from jet lag, but uh, I'll be here for about a week, but then in in at the end of this week, I'm actually will return and, and going over to um, going to in uh, Vietnam uh, once more. It, and it obviously, Andy, it says something about uh, you know th- there is a desire out there for th- this timber that grows right here in our beautiful state that it's it's th- there's a desire for it not only here in Tennessee and across the country but across the world there's this market for Tennessee timber and forest products right no there absolutely is and um and so i think something that has struck me is that growing up in east tennessee and now living in west tennessee uh, I think you and I would be the same. We have taken as Tennesseans uh, the fact that we have hickory and that we have poplar and that we have ash trees and soft and hard maple and hickories and and uh, black cherry and black walnut, white oak, red oak. These are just common trees for us, things that we grew up that were just fixtures of our life. You know, we had a rope swing tied in one of them. Um, but it is actually very rare around the world to have such a sustainable forest like what we have in the state of Tennessee that's as productive and regenerative as what we have. And that is a real draw for folks uh, around the world right now to the products, the forest products that we have available uh, because they're grown in such abundance. Um, we can really compete on the world level with the price. And we just have the, an abundance of consistency and we have an abundance of quality hardwoods uh, that, again, I think many of us have probably taken for granted. And when I walked around the show and as I visited with literally hundreds of, of, of Indian nationals who were in the furniture business or who were a distributor for lumber uh, across India, 
um, it became very apparent to me that there is a very strong desire for the types of products and the quality of products that we have available. And, and as a result of that, we know of at least five hundred dollars to $700,000 worth of sales that were closed on at that show uh, for Tennessee wood products. And we really earnestly believe that there will be millions of dollars of additional sales to come in the next several weeks, potentially the next several months. And so we feel like our time and investment um, of traveling all the way to India and uh, the costs that were associated with our trip, um, the displays and things that we had available uh, were, were worth every penny and, and all the effort that we put into that trip. Of course, a whole lot of questions here, but obviously the, that, the one that kind of stands out to me is, well, there's a few, right? The communication gap between, uh, you know, a Tennessee boy trying to market some Tennessee wood products to, to folks in India. I don't even know what kind of language they have, but maybe it's, maybe it's a lot of English spoken over there. Not sure, but also, uh, you know, we, we, as you said, we've taken it for granted, but for years, uh, th- there are a lot of partners around the world that have seen the quality of this hardwood product and this unique product that we grow right here in Tennessee. So that's just kind of there. There's still uh, markets again available uh, to to thrive on or to pick up on what's already being sold, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, to speak about the the language barrier. Most of, of the really well-educated folks in India um, speak pretty fluent English, um, but, you know, uh, it just like there is, you know, anywhere around the world, there's different types of people with different levels of education. And so we did um, have a great deal of conversation with folks that I'm pretty sure could probably speak English uh, better than I can. Um, but we did have a, a, a language gap with, with some of the other folks, especially some of the craftsmen who actually were doing the, the craftsmanship of some of the woodwork that we want to hopefully bring this wood product into. And as a result, we did have an in-country interpreter and an in-country consultant um, uh, named Pernima Rawat. And so Pernima was there to help us and uh, to assist us in those conversations. Um, but, you know, uh, going on to, to your second point there, you know, when we look at the opportunity that exists in India, um, from my understanding uh, of talking to several folks who've been in the lumber business for, for quite some time, is that, you know, around 2000, this same type of huge development uh, took place in China. And so we had several lumber suppliers who were feeding into that market and found a great deal of success in that market um, as a result of, you know, obviously the trade wars and other things that have gone on between uh, the U.S. and, and China. Um, those markets have suffered, and consequentially, the, the furniture manufacturing um, has shifted uh, not necessarily away from China, but a large area of growth has been in Vietnam. Um, and we recognize that that occurred because there was uh, a series of, of large amounts of capital that were available and also couple that with a large amount of hand labor 
that was available in Vietnam. And, and so it, it kind of went from China. There's still a lot of furniture production in China. Don't hear me wrong about that. Um, but a lot of it has shifted to Vietnam. And now we're seeing the same sort of expansion in the uh, utilization of, of hardwoods um, in India. And so as a result, um, you know, we know that there is a desire here for these products. And, you know, in the same way that, that the United States is known for quality in lots of other areas uh, in agriculture, you know, the quality of our crops, the quality of the commodities that we put on the market, uh, our protein products that we're producing here and sending around the world, especially some of our lower value cuts on some of the um, some of the animals that we really desire. Um U.S. timber and lumber is recognized in the same way with that same type of American quality. And uh, so we're trying to lean into that. And, you know, the domestic market for lumber um, right now is, is, is um, you know, it's lacking. Uh, we we want to make sure that we're providing our producers with the largest number of markets and, and value addition to the timber products that we're producing here um, in Tennessee. And so we feel like this trip was necessary. We felt like it was beneficial to our uh, forest products producers across the state in Tennessee. And Commissioner Hatcher always emphasizes, and I have also adopted this idea that when when we talk about agriculture in the state of Tennessee at the Department of Agriculture, we don't just leave it at agriculture. We talk about agriculture and forestry. When, you know, 52% of our land mass in the state of Tennessee is covered in forest material. And so really, uh, if we're being honest with ourselves, really probably the, the largest crop that we are growing on an annual basis in Tennessee actually is a timber crop. And so that's something that we need to take notice of and something that we uh, need to utilize to the highest degree that we possibly can. And so that's that's what we intend to do within the Division of Business Development. And taking advantage, uh, yeah, of, of those opportunities, because uh, as we, we know, that it's a quality hardwood. Tennessee's known as, what, the best hardwood growing state in, in the country. So it only makes sense that uh, we work to uh, market that, that product everywhere. And uh, because we've got it and it and we keep regrowing it, as you referred to this regenerative, uh, we continue to sustain ourselves by regrowing uh, this wood every year when it's cut down. You know, trees are planted back and and hardwoods. And and we've also got a strong market for the softwoods as well, as we've known for years with the number of paper mills that we've had in Tennessee. So. Uh, it just makes sense that we're looking to uh, try to find uh, additional markets and uh, make that bottom line for our producers. And so many of them, you know, it's just like us. My mother's got a farm and that, that timber has hardly been touched. And there's probably some marketability there out of so many tracts of land and, and, and across the state that need to be you know, uh, harvested. That timber needs to be harvested before it goes, you know, before it falls and rots and that, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So I think we, uh, you know, sometimes I talk about the Disney mentality um, of forestry and, and in many ways, uh, the ways that I think our society has been somewhat damaged uh, by this uh, Disney mentality is that, you know, uh, trees if you cut one it's some kind of an evil evil doing and that's just not the case 
um, as with with any type of crop, uh, proper management and proper time to allow that crop to come to maturity, uh, proper management during the course of its life until it reaches maturity is very, very important and something that we take very seriously here at the Department of Agriculture, uh, especially our Division of Forestry who is in charge of, of maintaining those assets and, and preventing forest fire um, in our state's uh, forestry resources. And, and so as a result, you know, we do have this extremely, really, I mean, it, it sounds funny probably to call it an exquisite, you know, uh, forest across the state of Tennessee, but we really do. And, and much like what you're saying is that, you know, the utilization of this crop is something that is very important. And, and the folks who are hearing our message today in this conversation um, should evaluate, you know, hey, I've, I've got a farm. It's got some white oak on it. It's got some red oak on it. It's got one of these numerous species of hardwoods that we have present here in the state of Tennessee. And, you know, the message that I hope folks get across today is the fact that there's a market for those uh, products. And, uh, and if they have interest, uh, I guarantee no matter where they're at in the state of Tennessee, uh, there is a, a local um, forest products business who will utilize those resources. There are uh, folks who have the, the logging apparatus who are in most cases, probably in 99% of the cases across the state of Tennessee, they're a master logger. Um, they've been through courses to, to justify their knowledge about how to do everything from fell timber to make sure that we're maintaining waterways and, and not uh, causing a great deal of sediment to flow into those waterways that cut through some of these timber patches. Um, so, again, we just we're different than a lot of other places around the world. Uh, we are maintaining and growing one of the most pristine forests um, honestly hardwood forest in the world and so we take great pride in that but we recognize that there has to be a connection from this pristine forest floor to a market that derives value and uh, and much like what you're saying when we make a sale of of hardwood forest products in india or in vietnam or somewhere else around the world that has enormous impact on the economy here in the state of tennessee so when you know a sea crate of lumber, you know, it's going to range somewhere from thirty-five to a hundred thousand dollars a crate. What that does is that has impact on local folks who are working at sawmills, people who own sawmills, uh, people who are reaching out for those resources, transporting those to the mill. But then it goes even further. It goes out to the folks like what you're talking about, Lee, like your mother, uh, that when she decides to you know, um, engage the, that value on the, on the forest floor on her farm, she's going to have a direct impact financially from the utilization of those resources. And so that's really the basis of our motivation here is that all through that value chain, uh, that, that we're creating value for these resources that we grow in abundance here in the state of Tennessee. And again, it goes back to what you s referred to, the Division of Forestry and the great work they're doing all across the state. And uh, the new state forester, Heather Slayton, I believe, that, uh, that I know is going to do a fantastic job. And, I mean, how can you not? When you, when you think about Tennessee, you, you, you think about uh, these beautiful hardwood trees that are growing in our state. And you got to look at it, you know, as we're saying, it's a crop. Uh, it, it, it needs management. 
Uh, you know, it, it takes several years for them to mature to uh, to a marketable uh, product it, to some extent, but it, it needs that management. And Absolutely. I know the Division of Forestry and all the, the area foresters across the state are doing a fantastic job in, in uh, reaching out to landowners, to uh, to those sawmill, the lumber yards, and, and making sure that th- these products are, are going to get to a destination like of all places, India, right? Who would ever thought that you'd be marketing wood to India? Absolutely. And what's funny, Lee, is that when we were set up in our booth, and and I'm proud to say we were the only state government that was representing all of the mill and forest products, uh, you know, operators in their state, which in Tennessee, we have about 200 uh, forest products manufacturers. But we were the only state that was present um, at this at this event in India, and that was that was really good to me because the AHEC, which is the American Hardwood Export Council, so several folks were there from Michigan and um, you know Missouri and uh, Indiana and other places, and and so many of those mill owners or operators would walk by and they'd say. Wow, I wish you know. I wish our state was here in this capacity, and so that gave us a good sense of pride. Um, and then we also had one of our own Tennessee uh, mills that was that was there present. So classic American hardwoods uh, from Memphis, Tennessee, they were there. Uh, but just the whole the whole scenario was was really mind blowing. Just how large the volume of production is. And, and really, this is where I was kind of going to begin with, is that here we are, this state agency representing one state within the United States, and uh, the next booth over from us was actually uh, representatives from the Russian government and the Russian timber industry. So here we are as a state, uh, a single state, competing and, and in my opinion, actually marketing in a much more robust, much more effective way. Um, our hardwood products and you know here's a nation like Russia right beside us uh, endeavoring to do the exact same thing but I can promise you we had a lot of traffic through our booth and people were really drawn in uh, by the lumber samples that we had available Um, honestly I would say that was the secret sauce to our booth was that we had these beautiful displays of of all kinds of Tennessee hardwoods and people were looking at them and as they would look at them, we would call out to them to come in and engage with us and have these conversations. And from that, um, we feel like there were, again, hundreds of positive contacts that were made. And we know that there were some immediate sales as a result. Uh, but we know, um, well, we feel confident that there will be many, many other sales as a result um, of our time there in India. Time well spent. Very cool. Andy Holt uh, been joining us on uh, Root of the Matter. And at the Root of the Matter, we know, Andy, uh, our forests uh, in Tennessee are unique. We know they're better than Russian forests, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Without absolutely. a doubt. Without a doubt. But it's, it's a pleasure to hear the success story of uh, marketing uh, Tennessee timber and forest products in India. And I know, as you said, it's not going to end there. You're going to continue that market outreach. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to jump on and I'm glad that you did make mention of our, our new state forester. 
uh, Heather Slayton, she's she's on the job, doing a great job, been in contact with her today and sharing the success that we had in India. And I think Heather plans to uh, join us for some of the other trips that we have scheduled um, over the next couple of years into some of these foreign markets. So I appreciate you making note of, of her as well and her, her recent appointment by Governor Lee. Thanks a lot, Andy. And yeah, we look for a, another program just with her on, on a future program. We appreciate it and appreciate the work you're doing at the Tennessee Department of Agriculture. Thanks for being with us. Absolutely appreciate the work that Tennessee Farm Bureau does as well, Lee, and, and the role that you've played for years with them. So you have a wonderful day. Thank you much. Thank you. Thank you.